My name is Mark Scopp, and I am excited to be here this morning because uh, the reason I'm up here is we get to baptize some people this morning. Uh, yeah, that's good news, right? Uh, baptism is a sign and a symbol that someone has said yes to Jesus. And someone has said, I want Jesus in my life, and I want other people to know about it. I am excited that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And so this morning, we have three people uh, here in the first service who are coming into the waters of baptism. And so I'm going to ask Micah to join me in the water here. And he is going to be our first one uh, to, and so we're going to celebrate after these baptisms happen. So I want, I want everybody to know that we are celebrating a new life in Christ. And so he's going to share his testimony of what God has done in his life. Micah. Good morning. I was raised as a Christian by my mother for most of my childhood. I believed in Jesus and prayed consistently until I was 10. I started asking questions about Christianity and could feel my faith starting to slip. By 11, I had lost my faith. My mother continued to witness to me, but my heart was hard and my mind was made up. I lived my life for family and for myself. At 24, my world as I knew it fell apart. I felt lost. My brother and his amazing wife began bringing me to Calvary, and I met many wonderful people who challenged my secular way of thinking. I was intrigued but kept waiting for an epiphany to come to me. I envied people who had talked to who would have their Saul moment, that the Holy Spirit would rush into them and they would feel Jesus' love for them. While I prayed regularly during this time for belief and faith, I would never have my Saul moment. Instead, my faith grew more slowly. With consistency in prayer and patience from a lot of really wonderful people, I felt the same faith that I had as a child had grown in me again. Four years ago, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I have lost where I was. Um, <laughs> at the time, I didn't feel the need to be baptized then since I felt my commitment to Jesus was declared. However, after several very convicting sermons by Pastor Jim and Pastor Tom, I felt that it was my time to be baptized to declare my commitment to Jesus. Over the last few years, there have been many verses that have brought me to the Lord, but one is a constant reminder of my stubborn pride and unbelief that kept me from him for so long. And that's Isaiah 5:21. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Praise the Lord. Micah, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins? I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus Christ alone for the rest of your days? Yes. Well, brother, because of your testimony and your commitment of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death. New life in Him. Next, we have Edith McMorrow.
So Edith is extra special. She's part of our small group. And so this is extra special for me to get to baptize Edith today. And so she's going to share her testimony with you as well. My name is Edith. I'm seven years old. In my home, my mom and my dad love Jesus. I decided to follow Jesus in July. I want to follow Jesus because I love him, and I want to follow him for the rest of my life. I believe that Jesus is holy, and someday I want to go to heaven with him. Jesus makes me happy. He helps me not be scared. He helps me be brave. He helps me tell the truth. I pray when I'm scared, and then I feel calm. I know that Jesus hears and answers my prayers. I love to worship God, and my favorite God song is This Is Our God. I know, know that I need Jesus because I need help being kind. I know I sin by saying mean words, not being kind, and not obeying. I know that Jesus died to save me. I want to be baptized because I love Jesus. My favorite scripture is Colossians 3, verses 12 through 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Edith, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus Christ alone? Yes. Sister, by your, by your testimony and your commitment of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death. Raise new life in him. Praise the Lord. Uh, this last one is a little extra special for me. This is my son, Jude. Hello, my name is Jude Scott, and I would like to share my testimony with you. I've been raised in a Christian home with parents who have a strong relationship with Christ. The first time I ever invited Jesus into my life was one night when I was reading my, a book and I thought to myself, I want Jesus to come into my life. I called my parents into the room and asked them to pray with me, to pray that Jesus would come into my life. Since that day, I know Jesus has been in my life because he's the one who encouraged me to be baptized. A favorite verse of mine is Romans 10:9, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Jude, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus the rest of your days? Yes. Based on your testimony of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death. Raised to new life in him.
morning. I'm Bill. I've believed in God and I've prayed to God most of my life. But I didn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I lived without listening to the Holy Spirit and without a genuine moral compass. In a near-death experience and some close calls, I've seen the light and heard God's voice. It's a miracle, though, through God's grace that I'm here. I've always wanted a loving family and especially dreamed of having kids. I've been blessed with three amazing sons who I cherish with all my heart. My biggest regret is not raising my sons in the church through their lives, throughout their lives, and stressing a relationship with Jesus. In early 2017, I went through a divorce, and my relationship with my two youngest sons suffered. It's crushing to talk, to not talk with them and not see them in seven, over seven years, which has left me heartbroken. Thank God for Psalm 34:18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. So I started reading the Bible entirely from beginning to end three times and continue to do so. The word draws me closer each time I open it. A Freedom in Christ course here at Calvary opened my eyes and heart even more. My life has continued to transform as I'm nurturing a relationship with the triune God and I'm becoming a member here at Calvary and devoting more time to worship, Bible study, fellowship, and getting involved with different ministries here at Calvary, like the Conversation and Go-Getters for, for special needs adults. I fit right in. <laughs> my family is the most important and precious thing in my life. My parents, my siblings, my church family, some of my friends are truly family, and my three sons. My oldest son is been there for me through this difficult time in my life. And my relationship means everything to me, my relationships. Above all is my relationship with my Lord and Savior, our Almighty God and Father in heaven. It's time for me to make a proclamation of my belief in Jesus Christ. Through my studies, reading the Bible daily, devotionals and classes like Freedom in Christ, I've become more and more drawn to God and to listen to the Holy Spirit. I want to help more people, people more, and encourage them to get to know God and develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want to reflect the light, the word, and the love of Jesus. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Romans 10.10. 10. I pray that uh, our testimonies here today glorify God and hopefully all of us come closer in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you.
for thank, thank you for being here. And I love you all, and thanks be to God. Because of your confession of faith, have you trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I have. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus Christ alone for the rest of your days? I do. Based on your confession of faith, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death. Raised to new life in him. Now I want to welcome Olivia into the waters. Good morning, I'm Olivia. Um, I grew up in the church surrounded by a loving family. My parents raised us knowing Christ and the importance of having a relationship with him. I was baptized as an infant, accepted Jesus into my heart in elementary school, and made profession of faith as a senior in high school. My faith growing up was surface level. I had faith because of my parents, my church, and the people I was around. I found importance knowing others saw me as a good Christian rather than living like it. I had biblical knowledge, but it was put to practice for the sake of pleasing people rather than pleasing God. Transitioning to college was a major change in my life. I was no longer surrounded by the people I grew up with and the things that I put my identity in. I battled with depression and questioned the purpose of my life. From that point, God began to show me my purpose. He put friends in my life who talked deeply about faith it was through that group I began forming my own understanding of faith and an identity in Christ. I continued to struggle with depression, worry, and doubt into my last year of college, which was disrupted by COVID. Shortly after, I was married and started my first job teaching. I felt so uncertain about God's plans in my for my life and didn't feel like the Lord was speaking to me or guiding me. My husband and I both felt that something was missing from our lives, which was a Christian community. It was shortly after this that God led us to Calvary and our community group. It is through their prayers and encouragement that I have the strength to trust what God is doing. I am being baptized today to declare my identity is in Christ alone. I still have worries and struggles, but I am publicly surrendering them to God because he is in control. A verse that comforts me is in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 12. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Amen. Olivia, have you placed your trust and faith alone in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? I have. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus the rest of your days? Yes. Well, based on your testimony of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death. Raised to new life in him. Amen. Now I'm going to welcome Spencer into the waters. 
Good morning. My name is Spencer Wyckoff. I'm 25 years old. I've been attending Calvary with my family since my birth. I attended high school ministry here, have served in different ways throughout the years. Unfortunately, I looked at my identity through what the world thought of me versus what God has already said about me. This caused a deep level of insecurity to form. Starting in high school, I began a battle with acne, which clashed with my deep desire to be accepted. This led, to, led me to fall into the wrong groups at school. We began secretly smoking and drink, drinking together at 15. After graduation, I began my passion of working in landscaping full-time. Seeking others' acceptance, I followed my coworkers' lead to drink more and more. We secretly bought alcohol, spoke foul language, and openly joked about pornography. Wake up, work, buy beer, go home and drink it. This cycle continued day in and day out for years, until in 2020, a good friend of mine, whom I used to work with named Peter, became very ill and passed away at 35 years old. He had been by my side during this double life I was living because of his faith in Jesus Christ. During his funeral, his wife was worshiping God and praising him. I was filled with anger. How can she praise a God who takes away a great man like Pete? Later that week, I had a spiritual breakdown. I cried out to God, asking him to take control of my life and change me. No longer relying on alcohol and weed, I was tired of running and searching for a buzz or a high to get me through the day. Due to the, due to the power of Christ, it has been over a year since I've had any alcohol. <clears throat> Jesus has led me to marry Kalina, the woman who supports me wholeheartedly and is now blessing us with a child on the way. I stand here today no longer seeking acceptance from this world, but overcome by the love and promises in my Heavenly Father. Spencer, have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Absolutely. And you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires, and commit to following Jesus the rest of your days. Yes. Based on this testimony of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death. Thanks to new life in him. What greater joy than to celebrate Jesus doing the work that only Jesus can do, right? It is only through the power and the grace of Jesus that lives are taken from death to life, from struggle into freedom. And so we get to celebrate that together as we continue to worship. And so would you worship with us as we continue in the service?